Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The ugliness and the violence of anti-Semitism is on the rise in Canada and globally. I mean, I think it was about two or three years ago I read a major piece about how many uh, French Jews were leaving their country of birth, their homeland for Israel, or other parts of the world because they no longer felt safe in uh, in France. Recently in Canada, we have seen the, uh, the rise in anti-Semitism, and it's ugly, and it's just intolerable. You know, while a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas takes effect, the issue of threats and attacks on Canada's Jewish population have to be addressed and have to be addressed effectively and strongly. Michael Mostyn is the CEO of B'nai B'rith Canada. He joins us. On the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network, Michael, thank you very much for taking the time. How are you? I'm fine, Roy. Good to talk to you this afternoon. Yeah, good to talk to you. Uh, Anti-Semitism is it at a is it at a crisis level? Not only in Canada but internationally. I think these are extremely challenging times, Roy. And uh, every conflict that we see that's taking place in Israel, we always see blowback in Jewish communities all the way around the world. That has been no different this time around in Germany, in France, in the United States, and in Canada. But in Canada, I can tell you, it has a very different feel than it ever has in the past. There are people questioning their future or their children's future or their grandchildren's future in this country. I have never seen that before. And this is not just one or two or three people. These are many people in Jewish communities across this country because they are quite frankly shocked about what they've seen on the streets. Um, The fact that there have been individuals driving around with Palestinian flags going into Jewish neighborhoods in Montreal, in Edmonton, in Thornhill, following anti-Israel rallies and asking where the Jews are, um, threatening people on the streets Um, This should be completely unacceptable, but what we've seen is an escalation, unfortunately, that's been taking place over a period of time, and um, uh, this is is what we see happening. So so we're working to, you know, let people know that, you know, of, of course, the threat overall of violence is low, but while these protests are continuing, uh, things are uh, getting to a level we have never seen before, and the community is quite rightly um, frightened with with where this is going, Michael. I uh, I have seen the display of uh, of Nazi flags in, in this country on on video, and and uh, outside Canada as well. And I I think back. It doesn't seem that long ago that such a situation never would have been tolerated. That would have been that would have been uh, a police presence, a police intervention, and it would have been swift, and it would have dealt. You know, would have been in the courts, and it would have been dealt with. I saw very little of uh, of in the in the way of intervention. Am I did I miss something, or is it, or am I observing things properly, correctly, not properly, but correctly? I, I don't I don't think you missed anything, Roy. I, and and um we, and we didn't see a lot of media pickup overall on this either. Why is that? Um, well, I don't think it t- it meets the typical narrative of of when we're expecting and how we're expecting to see the use of Nazi symbolism and references to Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler 
is infamous, of course, for putting forward a plan and executing that plan uh, to murder the Jewish community worldwide, to commit a genocide. That's what the Nazis were all about. And many of us have been told that this is only coming from right-wing extremists and white supremacists and neo-Nazis. And that is predominantly um, the, the adherents and followers of, of Nazi ideology today. But when we've been seeing these come out from anti-Israel extremist rallies and the anti-Semitism that's been emanating from it, well, Hitler is still uh, thought of and regarded very highly in, in certain parts of the world today. And, um, and so we shouldn't let ideology get in the way of the fact that there are those that um, are, are praising him and, and, and thinking that it was a great idea to wipe out these Jews. And, and that's pulling the mask away from what's really going on here. Of course, there was a conflict between Israel and the Palestinians. A ceasefire, thankfully, has just been reached. We'll see what happens there. But why should there be blowback? Why should there be violence and harassments and threats of violence against individual Jews living in other countries outside of Israel? Um, based on a geopolitic con geopolitical conflict that's you know thousands of miles away or kilometers away, this is Canada. But why is that taking place in blowback against individual Jews? The answer is anti-Semitism, and um, this is an uncomfortable reality in multicultural Canada that we need to address before it gets too late. Uh, you know, anti-Semitism is something well, that, that really can 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 get get into the heart of democracy and 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 destroy yeah. democracy. Yeah, and Michael, just go back to what you said at the beginning. You have families of uh, Canadian Jewish families saying they don't know whether the the future is in this country for their children. And I, I'm guessing we're talking about multi-generational families in many cases where they just don't feel viscerally that, that they can trust the environment in Canada to be there f for their kids. And that just mirrors... Again, what I heard and what I read and what I saw on video come out of France. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and France, the situation in France today did not happen overnight. Unfortunately, um, authorities had their heads in the sand for a long time. And then we had something like the issue of Sarah Halimi come out where, you know, you had a, a Jewish woman who was targeted um, with, you know, anti-Semitic uh, epithets. She was tortured murdered, thrown over the, uh, a, balc a balcony, and no real justice for her. And that it's caused outrage now in France and, and around the world. But when you allow hatred to stew uh, over a period of time, you can't put that genie back into the bottle again. Mm. And, and that's not a place that, that we want to see Canada get to. What do you want to do? And that's why our, it's not enough to just condemn anti-Semitism today for our authorities and for our police and maybe issue a couple of tickets after the, after the fact. We have to stand up and say, when as we're seeing it in real time, there will be no sanction for this in our country. We will not allow for any identifiable group in this country or any individuals to be singled out for who they are, and we are going to push back hard against that, no matter where that threat is coming from. Do you sense, do you feel, do you witness an appropriate pushback, an appropriate support for the Jewish community in this country from federal and provincial politicians? Never mind the, uh, the political stripes. I don't care about that. Right. Uh, I, I care about the fact that that, that we should be seeing uh, an absolute lack of tolerance for anti-Semitism in this country. I mean, I, I hear the uh, I hear the words. I'm not sure what's behind the words. Am I being unfair? 
I don't think you're being unfair, Roy. Um, you know, you just played, you started off your segment with with words from our prime minister. He came out uh, at the end of last week, very, very strong you know, support for the for the Jewish community standing strong against anti-Semitism. We've seen the same come out from Aaron O'Toole in the Conservative Party. We've seen such from individual members of Parliament. The NDP with uh, Jagmeet Singh, he came out during all of this. I'm actually not aware of uh, of a statement of support from the federal NDP um, over the last week or two uh, dealing with these issues. And in fact, he came out and, and announced that that there's going to be um, they'd like to see policy. Um, calling on an arms ban with Israel, while Israel was, of course, facing um, indiscriminate rocket fire from the Hamas terrorist group. And some of those rockets, of course, um, murdered Palestinian lives when they fell short uh, of their target and landed in Gaza. So, um, you know, I don't personally feel that that's an appropriate approach. But but at the end of the day, um, this is also a municipal issue. Um, And we've seen different municipal jurisdictions across Canada handle these anti-Israel extremist rallies in very different ways. In Halifax, uh, police went with municipal um, support, elected support, I I would presume. Um, They got an injunction and they shut that rally down. And and after it was shut down and there were some people that still showed up, a very few amount of people, they find them, they disperse them, they let it go. Michael, yet, in, yes. is, there, is there a difference? I'm just looking at emails that I'm receiving here. Yeah, sure. uh, is there a, a difference between an anti-Israel rally and anti-Semitism on the streets against Canadian Jews? Yeah, it's an excellent question. Um, and, and of course, there are distinctions. Uh, in a free and democratic society, everybody should have the right to express their political opinion and expression, and everybody has their own right. Somebody wants to be more supportive of Israel or more supportive of the Palestinian cause, people should have the right to argue that out in a civil uh, manner. Um, there's a couple of complicating factors, of course. We're in COVID-19. Um, should cities be allowing super spreader events when everybody else is expected to to make these very difficult sacrifices and and, and stay home um, during the lockdown. Well, I would argue that illegal rallies of this sort should not be allowed for that reason alone. Yeah. But aside from that, but aside from that, when 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 we hear at rallies, not just expressions of support for one side or another of a, of a political dispute overseas, but when we hear calls of dirty Jews, when we hear support for terrorism, the reciting of, of, of poems, that support terrorism, and that's what we were hearing. So we had in Toronto, in the city of Toronto, thousands of people showing up in a rally, and there were poems recited, not in English, but in Arabic, with police standing and listening to it, and I don't believe that they would have understood a word of what they were hearing. Michael, I want to ask you about uh, online issues and what's going on in the schools. But first, uh, just some numbers. And numbers can sometimes just hide what the real problem is. But in this case, I don't think so. The executive summary of the audit that B'nai B'rith did on um, anti-Semitism in Canada, 2,610 recorded incidents, third consecutive year in uh, which the plateau of 2,000 was exceeded. Also, 2020 was the fifth consecutive record-setting year for anti-Semitism in this country, an 18.3% increase of recorded anti-Semitic incidents compared to 2019, and more than seven anti-Semitic incidents occurred every day in 2020. That tells me that uh, the people who are supposed to be um, standing up for all communities in this country 
aren't doing what they should be doing, particularly when it comes to standing up for the Jewish community. Again, am I misunderstanding things here? Well, I think it, the reason why B'nabrith has been putting this audit out since 1982 is to be able to show fairly the trend lines that we're seeing in society. Because, of course, any audit of, of, of any hate-based activities is a snapshot of what we're seeing. But no, we, can see, we can see the growth. And what we've seen is, as you mentioned, Roy, that for the last three years, we've been over 2,000 incidents. We've been seeing a consecutive growth. And we see now a baseline of anti-Semitic behaviors uh, in Canada. And by the way, I should mention too that the total number of violent incidents that we saw last year in 2020 has already been exceeded in the month of May alone because of these anti-Israel extremist rallies that we've been uh, seeing. Uh, so uh, this is a very serious problem. And the neighborhood has been asking for years for a national action plan uh, to deal with the situation. There are national action plans in other countries, uh, such as Norway, um, and um, and we think that there has to be a long-term strategic uh, way to, to to go about and deal with this and start tamping tamping this down. What's it like? What are you hearing about kids in school? What's it like for for Jewish kids? And and maybe this isn't fair. Maybe this is just too big an arena to for me to wade into. But I will anyway. What's it like for Jewish kids in school? And what's what's the situation like online, social media? Okay, so so in school, I, I think it, it it depends. First of all, if you're talking like elementary, high schools versus universities. Mm-hmm. Um, universities, uh, we hear from students all of the time, as as all of the you know the, the Jewish groups involved with this do. And um, oftentimes, um, they feel the singling out because of um, being viewed as a Zionist or supporter of Israel. There is so much anti-Israel. Um, a bias uh, w- within academia that it, it actually is viewed as a very serious problem by the Jewish community, and uh, and individuals are are afraid actually of letting their own uh, beliefs known or even showing that they're Jewish because they feel that it could impact negatively impact um, their own academic careers uh, nowadays. Um, uh, the um, uh, the Toronto District School Board um, just over the weekend there was an article written they, they were exposed there was a, a manual that was put out uh, talking about the Israeli Palestinian conflict completely one sided and in fact that justified um, it, one article within there justified uh, suicide bombings uh, against Jews and against Israelis that's the sort of material that's being put out by how much of, how much of that is there Michael. How much material like that is there? Well, I can tell you that we have reports from teachers, let alone forget about the students for a second, teachers that feel very uncomfortable because the modern conceptualization um, that's that's being brought in um, uh, to to the educational system, they're talking a lot about um, uh, white supremacy and racism and Jews, unfortunately, are being thought of as white folk. Um, within educational um, uh, circles. So let me ask and, you. The, let and, me ask and, you. And, yet, and yet Jews are targeted by white supremacists just as much as anybody else. Yeah. One more quick question. Sure. Are you concerned that you're going to be seeing Canadian Jews leaving this country? Uh, maybe not in the number, numbers like have are happening in France, but are you concerned you'll see numbers of Canadian Jews saying we're, we're, we're leaving now? Uh, yeah, I, I am concerned that if we don't see um, some some uh, political leadership on this, that we will see that in All the right. future. Because right. if, we, if we see violence, why shouldn't people leave? People should leave if, if they see violent situations. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.